Bonjour, bonjour. Hola, buenos dias. Good morning, everybody. And here we are, once again, the Bromley Buzz. Bzzz. And here with me today, as always, every week, without a doubt, I have... Darren Wheel, Cheryl Benet, uh, Zenat. Ooh. Uh, who is? Zenat Narani mm. from uh, Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Well, thank you for that multilingual start to the day. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, it is a fine morning. You know, the sun's still glowing-ish, breaking True. through the clouds. Yeah, it's going to be a great week. A, spot the multilingual presenter this exactly. morning. I'm much more traditional British. I'm, I'm rubbish <laughs> at learning languages, and uh, I'd love to learn Italian, favourite country in the world, pretty much. Mm. Mm. And, oh, I've got one. Assalamu alaikum as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well done. There we go. Yeah, it's a pity that um, we, well, maybe we do. Do we know any culturality or anything of that nature? We say assalamu alaikum as well. Wonderful. Yeah, we've covered a lot of bases in one go this morning. That we have indeed. And how do we say it in German? Guten Tag, isn't it? Or is it good mor- morgen? Good, yeah, good, good morning. morning. Yes. Indeed. There we go. <laughs> anyway, over to you. Oh, I've got one more. Actually. Oh, you've got one more. Yeah, because I know that Sandra Coffey from uh, Ireland, uh, PR lady like myself, oh. listens in. Um, and uh, it'd be top of the morning to you. Oh, that's lovely. Say that again. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> uh, actually, the, do you know the response to that? No. Right, okay. But top of the bottom me, for you. No. Well, you say it to me. <laughs> top of the morning to you. And the rest of the day to yourself. Oh, Isn't that lovely? How was my accent? That was lovely too. Not bad. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we forgot to mention uh, actually who we who we are in terms of worky sense. My company is Intune PR, and yours, which I'm never pronouncing. Uh, Vida de la Mariposa Coaching, which is all about well-being, mental health, mindset, and resilience. Exactly, and uh, we are resiliently up to episode 11 of the Bromley Buzz podcast. How exciting. Mm. And uh, yes, we're also on channel radio on 10 a.m. on Mondays, which is lovely to behold as well. And we're at the Orpington. Uh, I think we might have recorded here before, but the Orpington Record Store and Cafe in Orpington. And you have something to share. I do. I have two things to share. So, happening here, we've got the Bangers and Mash by the Orpington. Bonfire Night Supper Club, Tuesday 2nd of November to the Thursday 4th of November from 6pm. And one of their starters, um, ooh, which one shall I go? Raclette and Bonfire Bread. Then we've got a main, I'm going to pick out a main, uh, Rarebit Jack Potato, or Jacket Potato should I say. Uh, dessert, ooh, ooh, Sticky Toffee Pudding. <laughs> And then smoky beans. I'm not sure about the smoky beans. Are they going to be on fire? <laughs> Only if you set a match to them. <laughs> <laughs> Looks absolutely divine. So do check them out here at the um, Orpington on Orpington High Street. Can I, can I interrupt you? This is, yes. might be a bit of a well, you know, If you're going to interrupt me, you just interrupt. You don't ask to be interrupted. Oh, yeah, but we're a very polite show. We are a polite yeah. show. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> on, on, you just made me think, actually, of a little house choke in the wheel household. Mm. Uh, which is uh, the, the chef Gino De Campo, De Campo, I think it's something like that. Yes. His name is anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's actually quite famous in our household for coining phrase Italian chat, uh, de bangers and de mash. He talks about mm. talking of de bangers and de mash at the Green Street Green uh, Butchers, Colts. They are uh, mm-hmm. tied to a farm. Really nice butchers. 
Uh, they did Edam and red onion sausages, which we bought the other day. Ooh. Oh no, actually it wasn't Edam, it was Gouda. Sorry. No. But anyway, Gouda and red onion sausages. Absolutely, su- absolutely superb. Really? Nice cheesy sausages. Cheesy sausages? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go there. I've just seen something about Catherine's wheel sausages, and it goes curly sausages mm. served with red wine gravy and coastal cheddar mash. Curly sausages? How can sausages curl? I think I've seen maybe Cumberland ones in, in rings before. Oh, really? Yeah, you need to go up north soon. I've not been up north, believe it or not. Mm. How sad is that? Yeah, you, you obviously haven't got your flat cap and your whip it out yet. You're, you're a bit of a stranger to the black pudding. <laughs> yeah. um, I've had Spanish black pudding. Does that help? It does help, yes. There's also a white pudding. Morcillo. Morcillo. Mm. Anyway, number anyway, two thing number on the two. Yes, so... Uh, Halloween Supper Club again here at the Orpington Tuesday 26th of October October mm. to Thursday the 28th from 6pm and one of them which is a scary starter I'm going to say because I love it Dia de Muertos mackerel so the day of the dead smoked mackerel pate horse radish creme fraiche and buttered spinach in a corn tortilla Sounds amazing. Crow's nest, Frankenstein fingers. <laughs> do, do, do. Then we've got the murderous mains. Magic cauldron, poisoned pumpkin. Notre Dame Strege. That sounds nice. Prawn linguine. And for, del- oh, devilish desserts. Not delicious desserts. Devilish desserts. Pot of gold. I can you do me an Irish accent? I can't do Irish accents. Pot of gold, my dear. Oh, no, no, it's That's Paul Cornish now. Me wee pot of gold. Is that right? Probably not. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, bloody brownies, <laughs> trick or treat, and then the sinister sides, hocus pocus potatoes, and vampire slayed with garlic bread. They've done well on the puns there this time, mm. but none of them are as good as that cocktail they did a while ago that we talked about on the show, the sex in the walnut. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, that was <laughs> Oh, that's that a amazing. highlight of a previous show. Mm. So definitely, come and check out their meals. I mean, I do love their cappuccinos here. And yes. they smoked uh, a, um, salmon with avocado on toast, smashed avocado on toast. Divine. Mm. Well, moving on, on away from the culinary note onto a very serious one. <laughs> we went recently to uh, Orpington's uh, Royal British Legion. We did Club. indeed. Uh, where we met a number of people, including Mark from the 106 Royal Artillery, mm. uh, which draws on Bromley uh, for its recruitment, and we'll be talking to him in due course. And the meeting was about Remembrance Day and Remembrance Sunday. So Remembrance Day itself is, I think, the 11th of November. It is, at 11 um, o'clock on the 11th hour. And Remembrance Sunday is on the 14th mm-hmm. of November. And Orpington is actually quite big on this. We have the end of the high street blocked off. Uh, there's a laying of a wreath at the War Memorial. Mm-hmm. I think it's the representative of the Lord Lieutenant's Office of London, who we met on the night, uh, yeah. will be laying the wreath on this occasion. Um, the Vicar of All Saints will be doing a service after the parade that goes back down the high street. And that has added significance because of uh, a part of All Saints uh, burial grounds, as it were, um, which is called Canadian Corner. Yes, uh, because we have Canadians. The, yeah, we have the hospital, which um, was effectively built for the Canadian Armed Services 
uh, from World War One, I, I think, and a lot of the people who didn't survive their treatment um, are buried in Canadian Corner, and it's got mm-hmm. a, a lovely piece of statuary in there commemorating them. I think it's um, going to be a wonderful grand event. Um, they're hoping, aren't they? They're going to be having a band as well. That's right. Um, it's going to be wonderful. But we have a, a little sound file that we took from the meeting coming yes. up. Uh, at the beginning of this meeting, there was a president's exhortation which is about the people who have passed in warfare. Mm. And it was very striking, so we thought we would play it now. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn, at the going down of the sun and in the morning. We will remember them. We We will remember remember them. So, yeah, uh, we, we would agree with the sentiments from that exhortation yeah. too. Um, it's a, a, a very poignant time of year. Isn't it is, it, it is. Um, you know, I just kind of wanted to give a little bit more information about, mm. you know, the Royal British Legion. So every year, the Royal British Legion produces over 30 million poppies to help ex-servicemen and women and their dependents in need. There are 6 million ex-servicemen and women in Britain today. 1 million more than uh, were called upon to serve during the World War II. With our troops currently serving in 28 conflict countries around the world, the British Legion will continue to be a source of hope and help for many years to come. You know, and there's going to be lots of places where you can donate to them as well. I put some money towards it. Do you know what? The biggest thing that stands out for me on Poppy Day is when they laid all those poppies, those beautiful poppies around um, Tower of London. London. Mm. That was just incredible. I mean, my breath was taken away with that. Unfortunately, I didn't make it down there, which I would have loved to have, but uh, I can still picture that vision. Well, one of the most striking things I've done in my life is visiting a war grave, which was in Tunisia, I Mm. think. Oh, wow. It was beautifully tended, but... One of the saddest things is there are so many soldiers whose age was very young, Mm. late teens, that kind of thing. And what was even worse was the number of graves of unknown soldiers, people Mm. I couldn't even identify. It would be lovely if people would just stop having wars and there wouldn't be those 28 places, I think it was you said, that Mm. uh, we're serving in at the moment. Yes, (laughs) but um, yeah, so you know, it's going to be a great day, so do try and show your support. That would be wonderful. And if you're in the uh, nearby sort of vicinities, then do come and visit. And on a, another no. uh, unwarlike but certainly flower-related uh, thing, uh, Orpington has collected a little gong lately. Uh, would you like to read out that bit of news? The bit of gong. Ah, yes. Orpington's business community has been recognised for its outstanding horticultural and environmental efforts across the town centre, taking a gold medal and first place in the Business Improvement District bid, category of the London in Bloom Awards. Yeah, so basically Mm. we have quite a pretty high street as a result of the efforts that they make. Well well done, Orpington. Fantastic. Yeah, I... I uh, we have further news. Um, I was listening back to coffee episode. And yeah, I oh know coffee shops and toilets. Uh, <laughs> episode one. For some reason, I talked about uh, the fact that uh, the council banned a bunch of toilets around the country, and uh, they were just sort of sitting there deteriorating gently. Oh, uh, really? Down at the bottom end of Orpington High Street, near the parade, 
uh, on the edge of the Priory Gardens, mm. where you emceed Priory Live last year, and we'll be doing it again next year on the what of August? Is it 6th? 6th of August, yes. Uh, Super excited. I'll be emceeing there again. I'm going to plug myself there. Well, the, the, you'll be able to <laughs> plug yourself and um, hopefully have a coffee and go to the loo where the loos were, because <laughs> the, the abandoned building... Oh, yes! <laughs> the abandoned building... It's no longer abandoned, is it? It was quite funny, actually. I, I saw the door open and the hoardings around it the yeah. other day. Uh, and I saw a workman in there, so I, I poked my head around the door. I said, oh, I'm glad to say that this is being changed in some way. It was in a hole in the ground. There must be an immense amount of plumbing in there. Uh, what's it going to be? Uh, and he said, I don't know. I mean, this is... <laughs> <laughs> However, there was a slightly Rain Street notice on the outside, and it says it's going to become a cafe. Uh, and it would be a nice place to have a Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. Cafe with toilets, because uh, next year I don't want to be kind of pumping the toilets, the cabin toilets, with my leg. That was hard work. Well, you went in there first, didn't you? And I that did. That was before they really got into action. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, let's move away from the toilet humour anyway. and stop skating on thin ice. Which brings me nicely on to what you were going to talk about. Oh, am I talking about it now? Yeah. Yes, the Walnut. Um, so, um, the shopping centre, yeah. The shopping centre in Orpington, that's right. Um, so I was talking to uh, Sharon Baldwin and Chris uh, Travers. From Orpington mm-hmm. um, Bid. Um, so Chris Travers uh, works for the Orpington First yes. magazine. Mm-hmm. And so does Sharon. And they were saying that they're going to have an ice rink there for the Christmas period. And of course, and this, is of course this is right up my street. Yeah, you've got nothing to do with skating. I've about. got nothing to do with skating, absolutely not. Apart from the professional. Apart from the professional yeah. side. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I was talking to them and I can't remember the lady's name, but the guy was called Alexi mm-hmm. um, and his partner, who are famous um, skating professionals, they are the ones that will be opening up the rink there. So they're providing us with this synthetic ice, which is the closest to looking like real ice. So it's not plastic ice, but it's synthetic ice. It still hurts if you fall over it like oh, me. Obviously, it's rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can get bum cushions these days. I used to have a pair of bum well, cushions when bum I used to jump. you to your bum before you go ice skating. Yeah, so there's these special pads. You know what rugby pe- people wear? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes cyclists, they wear yes. those pads. Well, you had some of those, and I shoved them into my tights and my leotards and things when I was jumping and spinning. So if I landed on my butt, it wouldn't be so bad. The coccyx was the worst. Mm. Anyway, we're not going to go into all of those. But I'm really, really excited about this because it's going to give me a place just down the road to just go on the ice and do some twizzling. And I'm going to try and see if I can get some of my old contacts that I used to skate with, the professionals in their ice shows, Mm. ice cocktails, they're called, and see if they will take a trip down from Blackpool all the way down here to maybe do a show. And maybe I can be in it as well. Oh, that would be lovely. It would be lovely if I could. Because I've seen you in your element on stage at Priory Live, but on your element on skates. Yes. Which is used, how many years did you skate for in Oh, shows? my goodness. Uh, since I was 21 mm-hmm. in shows, up until 2004. Mm. Well, I'm not going to tell you my age. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we had that in the first episode as well. We declared it then, and um, you haven't had a birthday since, I don't think. 29. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's going to be wonderful. I think it's just what uh, we need here in Orpington because I know we had an ice rink in Bromley in the Queen's Garden, um, but that was many years ago and I, I think they only did it for two years running. Not sure why they didn't do it, could be costs and things like that. But um, this will be wonderful. I'm really yeah. looking forward to I it. I think they, they did do when they closed off an end of the high street before, possibly at Christmas, mm-hmm. a little uh, skating rink. 
but it was uh, plastic tiles kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And it was a very small area. But even there, the kids were having an absolutely marvellous time. Uh, I just hang on to the side. Anyway. Um, I'll get you a penguin. Right, well, that was a bit newsy where we were talking about uh, the, the toilets, the ice rink, and um, the flowers. Uh, let's do something we regularly do, a bit of buzz. Uh, and we've been to a ball, haven't we? We've been talking about this in we advance. We have. The Mayor's Charity Ball. Yeah, over we at um, the Warren in Hayes. Warren in Hayes, which is where they do the police training. Yeah, well, on this occasion, this occasion, it was a Mayor's Convention, wasn't it? It was, yes. The Mayor of um, Croydon, I think, and Mayor of Bromley, not surprising, it being his ball. Uh, Mayor of Lewisham, possibly Greenwich, I mm-hmm. think, Islington. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen so, so many gold necklaces in my <laughs> entire life. Yeah, oh, it was I'm a talking real heavy gold. metal occasion, wasn't it? It was heavy metal. Mm. Well, that's all we needed was a bit of heavy metal. Sorry. Well, that's right. <laughs> Must be the cappuccino going to my head. <laughs> uh, that, that was just really lovely. There was the mm. uh, Air Force 10 or something like that, they were called the Big Band. That yes. They were wonderful. Uh, the they, brass they band. were really good. They started off within the mood by Glenn Miller. I mean, that's a great start. Yeah. Anyway, and they had a, a, a male singer, a female Film singer. singer. They, they, were, they were just uh, very, were very, very good. Lots very of dancing good. going on. Lots of old Lots of chains songs. flapping. Yes, mm. indeed. No, it was a wonderful night, and I think it's just what we needed. And it was exactly what the um, mayor of Bromley wanted, because when I spoke to him at the Macmillan... Uh, morning, cake and coffee morning at Chandra Sharma's um, Tangent Office Resources, the event that he held. He was saying, I just want people to kick off their shoes and really enjoy this night. And that, you know, people dancing, laughing, having fun. And that's exactly what happened. It was. It had actually a, du- a double thing like that. It had the band part, but there was a disco afterwards. Oh my God, the disco the, was the, fantastic. The deputy mayor. Um, Tony Owen and Tony Owen, yes. was up there. He had his his white tux or whatever it was on. Yes. And there he was with the earphones on and the decks before him, spinning away quite happily. He was looking very good. Uh, and I had a dance with a, a councillor from Crystal Palace, if I recall, uh, to the new ABBA record. Yes, and there's a you special did. memory. I think I've got a picture of you in that. Excellent. Uh, yeah, the pictures that. that came out of that were amazing. Well, so thank you to. Uh, Russell Miller and um, Geraldine, the mayoress as well. Uh, And of course it was raising money for the mayor's chosen two charities of the year as Mm -hmm. well. So there was no no downside to this. It it was a lovely thing to to see. Um, Now, what do we come on to next? Oh, actually, I've got one more thing about that. Oh, okay. Well, this is the thing. What we're talking about, and we will always talk about, is good news and inspiration. Mm. Uh, You know... We can leave newspapers to cover bad the bad stuff. The bad stuff. We, we're all if, about if they have stuff. To. Um, but one of the things, I was at the bar, okay, and I was talking to a mayoress. It was very hard not to talk to mayoresses on this night, as I said earlier on. Uh, <laughs> and I won't name which place she was from. I don't think she'd care, to be honest. But she was instructing the bar person in the makeup of her drink. Uh, and that was because she used to be a barmaid. And that oh, was a mayoress. wow. And okay. she said, well, she didn't expect it at her time of life, she said. But to all our listeners, who may be barmaids, barmen, whatever it is, mm-hmm. however humble you may be, you might become a mayor one day. Just keep at it and do stuff for yourself and the community. Uh, that was that was a lovely moment. There uh, you go. Oh, I've, I've been a barmaid and 
uh, assistant manager of a barmaid said, oh, maybe I've got the mayoress in my vision. Mm. Who knows? Well, they're, they're um, rotated a year at a time, so there's plenty mm. of opportunities. As for me, as a former post office sorter, yes. and uh, I did two weeks of waiting in a hotel, taught English in a place in Hong Kong. I've got plenty of um, odd bits of background to throw into the mix as well. Yes, you Maybe do. Maybe just start preparing my own CV. Anyway, anyway moving on yes. to Maya Benny. Yes, Maya Benny. She came up on Twitter, um, mm -hmm. the Twitter of Newstead Wood School, uh, which is a grammar school locally. And I say the bit about grammar school because people who aren't from grammar schools can do what she has done. This is very important. Yes. There are a lot of secondary schools uh, in, in the borough that are state-run. Mm. And I know, for example, that Cambridge University are making a big point at the moment about recruiting more people from state schools, yep. more people from diverse backgrounds. Yeah, it doesn't and so really on. matter where you So, mm. nevertheless, Newstead Wood School. Uh, and she is a graduate of history from 2019 from Cambridge University. Mm -hmm. And this thing that I came across read. Uh, Maya Beanie has an Anglo-Saxon penny to thank for creating a lasting bond with Gonville and Caius College. After the then Caius, or Caius, uh, that's actually the, um, uh, Julius mean? Caesar's first name, do you know that? I think it is. Caius okay, Julius Caesar. Anyway, the liaison officer visited Maya's school in Kent. Uh, Newstead Wood School, which is also the alma mater of US Open tennis champion Emma Radcanu. Mm. Uh, see, they slip that in and I don't blame them. Uh, she entered a Year 12 essay prize competition. She said, I spent three days researching an Anglo-Saxon penny from the reign of Edward the Elder, which is currently held in Cambridge's Fitzwilliam Museum. It was an object biography engaging material culture, a concept which I hadn't really come across before. I was happy with what I wrote and I sent it off the day before the deadline. I enjoyed the research process but I didn't expect much to result from the competition. After visiting Chaos on the open day in July 2018, 2018, yes, you must have graduated more recently in 2019, then I'll still be there. Anyway, I fell in love with the college <laughs> and knew this was where I wanted to apply, regardless of how the competition went. A few weeks later, they sent me an email saying I'd won first prize. Wow. I was absolutely shocked. Without the school's liaison officer coming in, I wouldn't have been aware of the prize and I may not have applied to chaos. As I said at the beginning of this, other schools can do the same. Uh, let's have more people yeah. going to university and doing things they love from with whatever kind it might be and let's carry on celebrating young people and i think that's really important so i'm just going through my linkedin and i'm trying to find a post that i read yesterday which i've saved but now on my phone i don't know how to find my saved does post. this mean i have to do something which they call on professional radio oh hang on this is professional radio uh fitting do i have to fill now because um well i'll interrupt you you know that when i do find it no that would be fine then uh, <laughs> actually, no it's something about young people that's why i wanted to bring that up because i saved it last night i was going through my social media and i went this would be perfect to announce on the bromley buzz and you talking about young people well i'm going time. to bring something forward about young people while you're having your look mm. uh, later on uh, we were going to have a which I haven't heard back the recording yet, which is interesting, but uh, we were going to have a seven-year-old on the show, which is easily the youngest person we've had on here, and we really want to feature and celebrate the young people and the very young people in the borough. And at this particular place, there were people as young as four-year-old participating. Um, but interviewing a four-year-old, that might happen one day. But the place concerned 
was a place which Gareth Bacon MP had uh, mentioned to myself and Sarah from Marsh Collins of um, Babel Monkey Digital Marketing, mm. who helped set up Bromley Buzz, as something which was really worth taking a look at. Uh, and, and it's a football club. You, know, you think, well, there's lots of football clubs around, and I am aware that a lot of them have great community schemes and things, but I didn't know the depth of what there is on our doorstep. Oh, that's so, amazing. Yeah. Orbington Football Club, I went up there on Saturday morning to Goddington Park, and I saw pitch after pitch after pitch with balls and um, goalposts and uh, kit and all sorts of things because they have 40 teams up there. They have a clubhouse which is going to be replaced and moved once they've got the funds for it. My major disappointment of the day, I might add, was that I'd spent some time speaking to people there uh, and hello to Max, incidentally, who is a parent helps mm. on the organising side and whose daughter started in a girls team at age 8 and uh, she's there still playing at 15 and like a lot of the girls is actually relieved not to have to be playing with the boys and kicked up in the air that much or whatever else that might go on in boys and girls minority as it were football but it's great that the, the growth of the women's game is going on yeah, and I think it's really important to um, celebrate a lot more female yeah. players as well well, we're going to get Janet on the show, who is the ladies' coach there, and she's also, I believe, in charge of young young leaders, and that's it. They've got a young leaders uh, scheme as well, which is mm. helping to add further skills to these people in the uh, Orpington Football okay. Club scheme. And they've got, as I say, players from four, <laughs> practically toddlers almost, actually, in height terms, some of them, <laughs> uh, up to something like 18 uh, that were participating on the day. And it was a real sight to behold. Uh, and so uh, we've got the young lady that uh, we bumped into there, and uh, I'd like to introduce a clip of her speaking at this point. Orpington Football Club. Hi, Jess. Hi. Hello. Hello. Can I put this right next to you? Um, yeah, so how old are you? Seven, nearly eight on Thursday. Well, happy birthday in advance. And uh, have you been playing at Orpington Football Club long? Yes. Okay, and uh, are you in a full team or a five-a-side or? Uh, I'm in a full team. Mhm. Okay. And are, the, are you? Are you playing in a few minutes, aren't you? Yeah. And is it a competitive game, a league thing, or friendly? Friendly. Okay. League. Do you enjoy playing football every week? Yes. Why? Why did you join? Because I like football and I like to tackle people and win. Because you're in a, a girls-only team, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to a, a parent just now, and she was saying her daughter played with boys a lot, but she likes playing with girls instead. Is it nice playing in that way? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. What position do you play? I play um, striker. Excellent. Well, I hope you score lots of goals today. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your time. Right, and uh, thank you very much to both her and her parents for uh, having that little interview and uh, breaking our age um, under 18, though, as it were. Do you know what? I've not been able to find that. No? So, um, I might have to... Next episode? Next episode, yes. I don't know, it's, it's weird. You know when you save something mm. on the computer and yeah. then you try and retrieve it on your phone? It's not the same. Or you do it vice versa. Very confusing technology. Well, I saw something about um, someone who is doing a fundraiser for prostate cancer. 
Mm. I, I think I've done it in my saved thing, so I need to go and look that one up because I'd like to contribute to that. Uh, Great. Anyway, so I'm what's afraid. your? I'm going to ask you mm. now. What's your next buzz? Mm. Um, I've just thrown that in there, by the way. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give you a buzz which comes from uh, stems. Actually, it's a spotted on social buzz. Actually, we had okay. our first spotted on social last week mm-hmm. on Twitter. This one's from LinkedIn, uh, and uh, there's a, a chap there, a director of a local company which is based um, on the. Uh, where is it based? It's up near home base, that's it. Got, got my bearings now, near, near the roundabout for Sid Cup in Orpington. Uh, Telecoms World, and the director Ooh. of them is yes. called Neil Barrel. Mm. And on Twitter, oh, sorry, on LinkedIn, he put the following. Did you want to read this out, or, or me this time? Uh, well, you can read it out, or shall I read it out? Yeah, go on. It starts with the word have. And I met so. him for the first time at the Mayor's Ball as well. That's true. We sat on our table. There's, there's, a, there's a coincidence. Yes. Uh, so, um... Retail Industry Award, is that right? Am I reading rightly? Right. 2021 winner, Independent Community Retailer of the Year. So this was, um, as Darren said, via um, Neil Barrel of Telecoms World. Um, so on LinkedIn it says, um, having run the shop for 34 years, Anita Nye, owner of the premier Eldred, uh, drove, sorry, drive store, Orpington, Kent, has developed a bond with her local community that goes beyond the usual retail customer relationship. She provides free fruit for kids and works closely with the local schools to dissuade truancy. Fantastic. Uh, the team also keeps an active outlook for our elderly customers, particularly in the winter, knocking on the doors to check that they are okay and if they need anything delivered. The store has also launched a Snack Smart Club. I'm loving these names. Mm. They give it, you know, the branding's brilliant. Uh, moving on, sorry. Uh, rewarding children every time they buy a healthy snack under 100 calories, confectionery not included. Repeat that, confectionery <laughs> not included. Sorry, <laughs> this is a heartwarming entry uh, from a retailer who clearly goes beyond, uh, above and beyond to help her customers. And um, so the judge. Mm. Sorry, I was supposed to quote that. Yeah. So it's me and my glasses. I can't read properly. Um, Lovely new glasses. Though. I know they are nice, but I'm still mm. getting used to the very focals. Anyway, shall I carry on? Yeah. Uh, she and her team have supported the um, elderly and the hard hit while doing their bit to help the community understand the importance of healthy eating. Another judge added, "Quote: The amount of time and energy this store puts into the community support is outstanding." This retailer is something else. Close quote. This retailer is also someone else we're going to have on the show. Oh, exciting. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be catching up with Anita quite soon. Uh, it was uh, quite exciting speaking to her in the back room of the shop the other day. I also got excited because their Jack Daniels is cheaper than I found it elsewhere, but that's um, not really part of their community effort, I suppose. You have to bring in the Jack Daniels every episode, <laughs> isn't it? If it's not espresso yeah. martinis, it's Jack Daniels. <coughs> and speaking of which, we're going to be having an ex- a breakfast espresso, aren't we? Um, yes, well, I think we might be in the in a, in a bit. Yeah. Yes, uh, with some breakfast, of course. The, well, not that courtesy. We're paying for it with the mm. Orpington. Yeah, one other thing that I came across uh, in the last few days, we did a best kept secret spot last time and had a little interviewette with, uh, with somebody literally down at the Bromley Amphitheatre behind Churchill yep. Theatre. Mm. Someone then said in an email to me, we're one of the best kept secrets in Bromley. 
Ah, oh, that's wonderful. It's given us me a free drive into a, one of those. So that is the University of the Third Age, which brings together older people and uh, has things for mm. them to do. And clearly they could do with a little bit more publicity. So we will indeed be engaging with them and getting on the show in June. The Bromley Little Theatre. Nice. You have one as well. Um, I do. But, I, you know, speaking of the Bromley Little mm. Theatre... Um, can I throw that in as my buzz, one of my buzzes? You certainly can. Um, so the Bromley Little Theatre are going to be, uh, so Keith Jeremiah and Alice Foster are going to be on my radio show this Friday at 10.30 on Channel Radio 2, Mindset Matters, um, where we'll be talking about mental health and well-being, spiritual, social, emotional, the whole aspects, how it's affected the uh, creative industry and the arts especially. So I'm really excited to be talking to them again because we did that behind backstage yeah. didn't we it was amazing and now I'm going to have them in my studio so that's going to be exciting it's quite fun you realise you're swapping comfort zones so they were in the dressing room and they're very used to being with us which we weren't used to being in although very excited you weren't to be there. I am that's true different I'm, to your normal ones and it I certainly wasn't any ice on the stage no but it was still the dressing room true <laughs> maybe we should try and see if we can get them to an ice show and put you on it that would be great wouldn't it you'd love that I'd love it but anyway, anyway they're, they're going to your comfort zone, they're going studio, to my comfort Dan zone. Ashford, and uh, yeah, that, so do tune awesome. in ten thirty channelradio.co.uk forward slash mindset matters. Um, yes, sorry. So the hidden gem secret that I found out, which was mm. at my doorstep, which I had no idea about, was the Manor Hotel in Bickley, and I was I went there to meet Liz Hamlet for a catch up. Liz Hamlet, we both know her because yes. we, we helped. Um, the Rotary. Part of the Rotary Work Club last mm. year, uh, and uh, she is a business coach. Isn't she is she? a business yes. coach. Um, yes. Smart. Oh dear me. Sparks. Spark success, and she has a podcast. I might add as she well. She does. Yes. Spark success podcast, which is well worth listening. Definitely, absolutely. Anyway, you met her, and I met her. Didn't know that she actually lives literally any? down the road from me as well. Any espresso martinis crossed the path? No, we didn't. <clears throat> I just had a glass of vino and a lovely meal, and it's a beautiful hotel. Um, it was quite dark, so we didn't see it, but they've got these massive grounds and they've got this um, huge canopy area for weddings and events. So I'll be definitely going there during the daytime, and I think it's a great location for one of our Bromley Buzzes recording. Excellent. Well, we, we can do that. Yeah. We're getting across the borough anyway, and Bickley is another, yeah. you know, subset. It's quite, it's quite a posh one. You had to buzz to get into the gate, which I found a bit odd. Yeah, but for us, buzzing is what we do. There we go, so they'll have to let us in. (laughs) Right, the What's On Buzz for this week. Um, Allow me to share the 21st of October. uh, The Walnuts um, Shopping Centre in Orpington, uh, and on, if you put into uh, Google search, Walnuts, the Walnuts Orpington.co.uk, there is a second round of consultation about the proposals for the new uh, shopping centre, Mm -hmm. which will be the new Walnuts in due course, uh, which I hope with whatever modifications it may need but I really hope it goes ahead because the current shopping centre needs refreshing shall Mm -hmm. we say um, rather badly and probably has done for about 20 years in all honesty so uh, get down there if you'd like to find out what the developers are doing first show I actually mentioned it there I think and I said it was a a 400 million pound development oh that's right yes you did yeah you know Mm -hmm. what I think it's about 500 now I don't know what's Mm -hmm. happened in a few weeks but it's got more costly Uh, the next one has an everything Well, yes, that's true. Actually, that's probably what it is. I was. I went around driving around. This is off totally off the subject, but I was driving around before I came here today, trying to find the cheapest um, petrol station. 
Mm. <laughs> I still didn't find one. Well, at least it beats having to find a petrol station with actual petrol in there it. There you go. Fall. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on, a few days after the consultation, on the 25th of October, we have Deputy Mayor Councillor Tony Owen, the, the man with the um, bin lids on his ears in the Mayor's uh, ball the mm. other day doing the, the, the uh, disco, as it were, at the Maybe end. Maybe we can get him to spin a few decks for us when he's more interviewing him. Mm. Or maybe we can get him at least to help with the buzz at the end, if nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also coming up, I didn't put the date in of this, but uh, the Churchill Theatre has got um, uh, Priscilla Desert Princess. What is it? Oh, yes. I've only got the title horribly wrong. Priscilla and the Desert Queen? The Queen mm, of Desert? Shall I Google it? Yeah, no, you can Google it. <laughs> I remember that was another thing that happened in the very first episode. Uh, I started talking about something and then completely forgot what the name was. And we had to come up with it the following episode. Well, I will Google it, but depending on how quickly the internet uh, service works. Mm, and there will be that too. Well, if you carry on, I went, oh, here we go. Uh, oh, no, it's gone. With I, think it's, I think it's Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. That's my oh, I think that's where it is. Because now it's gone to churchhill.com car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I put in. You know, if they want to sponsor the show, that's fine. But otherwise, we'll keep them off. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but that, that is a show of um, uh, glam. And exactly the kind of thing like Priory Live and other festival-y things and the Mayor's Ball, mm-hmm. which kind of makes life worth a living. So uh, check that one out. And it's coming up uh, at the end of October, if I remember correctly. So quite soon. Something else which is coming up but in November is the Beckenham Business Day on the 4th of November. Uh, which you can find out about on beckinghamtogether.co.uk. And that's about it for the What's Ons, I think. Um, we do have the Garden Bar putting on uh, in Bromley. They're putting on a Halloween party as well at the weekend. So, yes, that's coming up. So that should be good mm-hmm. if you're looking for something that's more local. Um, I think that's it. That is it. But I, um, can I, have you got another buzz? Because I want to mention another buzz. Well, before you buzz, I've actually remembered, I didn't in the first episode, the thing that I forgot in the first episode. The thing I forgot, I was talking at the time about businesses that have set up in Bromley and succeeded. Dr. Dr. Pawpaw. Oh, Dr. Pawpaw. Yeah, Mm. so there we go, I've redeemed myself um, several weeks later. There we go, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Excellent. They've got lots of lovely things going on here. I mean, oh my goodness, they've got Dirty Dancing and the Grease Dinner Dance. Mm -hmm. The Blues Brothers Dinner Dance. Uh, six. See, I'm going to six. What's the late? My daughter. Are you? Oh, that yeah. looks really I mean, good. She, yeah, she absolutely loves it. So that's fun. It's a, for, the, for anyone who doesn't know six, it's the wives of Henry VIII getting up on stage and being very, very loud. And, and it's just all brilliant. Well, the last day is the Saturday, the 23rd of October, so get your tickets. Uh, we've got What the Ladybird Heard, The Planet, Priscilla of the Desert, um, Desert Queen, uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. We will get there. Mm. Uh, comedy Round Mine, Illusion, Impossible. Luther, a Luther Vandross celebration. A Richard Shepherd, Unnatural Causes. And John Bishop, right here, right now, Sensational Six. Oh my God, it goes on and on and on. Oh, this looks good. Fanny Galore's Bing Bingo Party. <laughs> Bingo Party. Okay. Okay, I've got to... St- oh, do you know, talking about Priscilla, mm-hmm. you, and they've got this coming to the church here. I don't know if it's the same. I'm going to have to read up a bit. I've just seen it. Kinky Boots in London is absolutely fantastic. Again, drag queen, all of that, Kinky Boots. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? Um, I've seen the film, and that was marvellous. Oh, 
Yeah. Brilliant in theatre. And one, one more uh, local thing that's going on, Bromley Picture House on oh, the yes. 29th of October. Uh, they've got um, the 20th anniversary, my word how time flies, of Harry Potter, and they're showing Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Ooh. So I'm giving away my entire social life, I'm going to that as well. When's that, the 20th? 29th. 29th, I'm making a note of that right now. Yeah. Here we go. Um, so I just wanted to mention another bus, which was mm. really nice to be helpful to uh, Shushma Ravel of Nanny Ma's Kitchen. She's got a lovely new leaflet out, of, um, you know, advertising her nuts and things, hand-roasted, freshly Artisan. spiced artisan mm. cashew nuts. Um, there's combos, there's, I mean, and on her new leaflet, she t- tells you a little bit about the generations of the nuts and the healthy benefits of them, so fantastic. But um, I lent her my kitchen again for the second time so she could do her workshop, mm. her live cooking healthy workshop there. So I just wanted to mention that, and it was very, very successful. Well, one thing that you both have in common is that you're both quite spiritual people, which leads us nicely into this week's affirmation, or the version of an affirmation you want to do. Yes. So So it's a bit of food for the soul, for the listener. It is, yeah. You know, this week I I decided that uh, I wasn't going to read an affirmation from my book of affirmations. (laughs) You love saying that (laughs) on Amazon. Um, I thought I'd read... um, from the Dalai Lama's Little Book of Wisdom, The Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Uh, Something that he's written here. There are various positive side effects of enhancing one's feeling of compassion. One of them is that the greater the force of your compassion, the greater your resilience in confronting hardship and your ability to transform them into more positive conditions. There we go. Well, I think what we've been talking about earlier on, in at least two instances, probably more, uh, if you take uh, the Premier store in Elder Drive in Orpington, Premier by name, Premier by nature in its community work, mm. uh, and if you also take uh, the Orpington Football Club and the outreach that they're doing as well, uh, both of those are extending a, a compassion which makes such a difference to the people around here. So, uh, hats off to them. It's always a useless phrase when we're doing something on a podcast, isn't it? We take it our is, hats yes. off. I don't even have a hat on to take off. I've got them in a bag. Well, it's a bit like saying you have, you know, a radio face, but nobody can see our faces on the radio. But we do use images on the uh, the Twitter at uh, Bromley Buzz and the LinkedIn at mm. Bromley Buzz as well. Absolutely. Now, what else have we got before um, we wind up? For the I day? wanted to mention that I'm re- um, looking forward to. Um, Every Breath, which was uh, lung cancer support, and they were part of the Priory Live Music Festival this year by Nikki Barclay, him and his wife Emma, who have started this support group. So they have invited me along to speak at one of their support groups on the 21st of October. So I'm really, really looking forward to being part of that and talking to these amazing people um, who have gone through very, very difficult times, whether you know they're going through cancer themselves or they've lost 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 loved ones through that it's it's so I mean I just can't explain it it's it's so rewarding and inspirational to be um, surrounded by them and being able to speak there so I'm really excited about that's a real buzz for me yeah, there's just so much uh, canter around. I heard you speaking to someone who I'm not going to name um, uh, about uh, their smoking and what mm. to do about undoing their smoking. Mm. And you just brought it home to me that the, a reason that people who are working in well-being and mental health 
exist and need to do at all mm. is because some of these things, you think about uh, smoking and nicotine and mm. being addictive, that's one thing. But the actual amount of uh, internal dialogues you've got going mm. on which make up why you smoke yeah. and what you need to undo in order to yeah. stop it, it can be tremendously complex. And when we think about it, actually, it's, you know, smoking comes also from the point of a habit. It's a behaviour mm. which can be undone. But, you know, think, you know, talking about lung, uh, cancer and lung cancer, it's, you know, it's not just about smoking. Mm. And I think that's an important message yes. out there to, for people to know. Just because somebody's got lung cancer doesn't mean they have been smokers. Uh, yeah. But we could talk about, well, I could talk about it for quite a lot, but uh, we're well, going to move on. It's time to tune up. It is tuning yes, up. up. Hang on a minute. <coughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry, I know what it sounds like when you hear it back. Sorry, people. Uh, I'm not editing it anyway. La, 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 la. Uh, all of that is because uh, we wrap up with a buzz at the end of the show, most of the time anyway. So we're going to buzz out this time. Do you need to do any um, uh, verbal uh, practice at all? No, no verbaling practices. Okay. That's added so right. wrong. In, in which case, let's uh, do our uh, brief excursion into the beadum. Beadum. Beat him. Uh, and uh, buzz our listeners out to the show. So thank you for listening. And, thank you. Uh, we'll be back at this time, which is probably Wednesday, I said he hesitantly, next week. Uh, goodbye from the Bromley Buzz and from Darren Wheel of Intune PR and, and Zina Narani from Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.